You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. This is Women to Watch. To rise above all of the noise and fulfill every last one of your dreams. Women to Watch, sharing the real stories of the most accomplished women in the world. It is for those frightened children who want peace. It is for those voiceless children who want change. Being inspired by women from across the globe who are encouraging more women to pursue their dreams. True philanthropy comes from living from the heart of yourself and giving what you have been given. Now, Women to Watch. Here's your host, Sue Rocco. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for being with me for another week of Women to Watch. It is great to be back with all of you. And before I introduce my guest this evening, I wanted to share two very exciting announcements with you. Uh, The first is that we're going to be releasing a brand new Women to Watch Coaches Corner podcast in just a couple of weeks. So keep your eye out for that. And our second announcement is our plans to move into our third market with the launch of Women to Watch on WABC in New York City. Uh, We're going to be launching there in August and very excited to be announcing who our very first live guest will be very shortly. As always, stay uh, to stay in the loop, visit womentowatch.net and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and our newsletter. And if you're new to the show, be sure to stay with us during the breaks to hear from our exclusive watch team of on air contributors and their segments on health legal matters, finance, military affairs, and technology. And now I'm thrilled and excited to welcome to the show this evening, Annie Scranton. And Annie is the founder and president of Pace PR in New York City. Annie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. 
So I understand you're actually on the phone with us from um, New Jersey, the shore, which is where you grew up. And I have to say, I, you know, I've been going to the Jersey Shore since I was a kid, but never met someone who grew up there. Well, there are there are a lot of us, um, but it's it's such a great place to grow up. Um, you know, we I grew up in a town called West Long Branch, which is two miles from the ocean, and you know, every summer was spent basically every single day on the beach, and so it's a it's a really nice way to grow up. Um, was it you know quiet down there during the summers? Obviously, all of the um... You know, the visitors come in and wreak havoc probably on your town. What's it like there in the wintertime? It's definitely quieter for sure. Um, But, you know, people, the town I grew up in, basically everyone lives there full time. So, I mean, people-wise, you know, it feels more or less the same. It's just that the real the the restaurants and the bars and the shops that are right along the beach and the boardwalk and the ocean those get a little quieter you know so you just kind of yeah. shift to going to different different places in different areas you know for for your social outings and what have you right and of course right now it's um i think it's different in every area down there um we'll be heading to to long beach island tomorrow and um there's a lot open of course, with all of the precautions, but I think other towns are still being very, very cautious. What are you seeing where you are? It is um, slowly starting to reopen. Um, there's a few restaurants in town, and they're all open for outdoor seating. And when I walk by or bike by, they're they're crowded. You know, they're they're at capacity for sure. So I think. Um, people are really craving that normalcy. Um, certainly, when we go to the beach, it's very crowded, especially on the weekends. So that can be a little tricky. Um, but we're lucky here in New Jersey, and in particular in Monmouth County, the the cases have been very, very, very low. Um, so it ha- we haven't been as impacted as many other parts of of the country. Um, so I think. Some people are starting to feel a little more relaxed, you know, in terms of um, their proximity to others and, you know, masks and things like that, which um, I'm not, I don't really think is actually that great since the virus is kind of raging in so many other parts of the country. But right. for right now, it feels like we're in a good, a good spot here on the Jersey Shore. So um, hopefully you'll have a good time and you'll get to enjoy yeah. uh, some oh, of the sure. usual activities. <laughs> Yeah. So listen, Annie, I understand um, growing up, Katie Couric was a a big influence for you. And my first question is, have you ever met her? Have you had the opportunity to meet her? Um, I have not. I have not had. I've been to the Today Show countless times, um, but never when she was on air. I was too young. Um, so no, I haven't got the chance to meet her, but I'm, I feel like I know her because she's one of those personalities, right, who you just kind of feel like you know and you could be friends with. So what, tell me what it was about her that, that had such an impact on you and kind of um, helped support your aspirations to go into television and, and production and, and media. So I just 
felt like growing up when we would watch her in the morning um, as a family, she just was so relatable. She was always smiling. She was really upbeat. And, you know, as a young, as, as a kid, I I felt like I she wasn't, you know, threatening or boring or, you know, she was giving me the news in a way that even as a family, we could all kind of relate to. And I just felt like she was so smart and she knew about so many different things. And um, that is definitely what drew me into um, wanting to go into journalism was I felt like I could just, you know, they were the smartest people. They knew about so many different types of things, not just one field or one industry. And it just seemed like everyone loved her and and she had such a great manner about her. Um, You know, I I was like, I want to be her. But then, of course, when I realized all that would go into actually being trained to go on air, um, I kind of shifted and decided that maybe working behind the scenes would be a little better, uh, better suited for me. And she certainly sustained, you know, a, a long and successful career for, for a long time. Um, if you're just joining us, I'm speaking to Annie Scranton, and she's the founder and president of Pace PR. Um, tell me how you decided on Smith College. My mom. Um, she, I was, I was a little boy crazy as a high school, uh, student and she, she researched and found, um, a couple of women's colleges that I begrudgingly, uh, went on college tours of, I, I had had my heart set <laughs> on a few other schools in new England. Um, and so we went and we did college tours and, um, along the way as a senior, we visited Smith and I really did fall in love with the campus. It's a beautiful campus. Um, and I, I did an overnight visit with some students there and had a great time. Um, we, I, I felt like I was so hesitant to go to an all women's college. You know, I just felt like that was weird. I didn't know anybody who had gone to one ever. And I, I just wasn't sure what to expect, but I had a great time and it turned out to be the best decision. That's awesome. Um, listen, Annie, we're going to go into our first break. Stay with us for our military and our health watch. We'll be right back. Now, the women to watch military watch. Many years ago, I was 17, had just graduated from high school, and was stepping into my first pair of boots as a soldier in the U.S. Army. Back then, joining the military was my pathway to a college education. Little did I know that I was actually beginning a 32-year career of service, a journey that witnessed institutional progress, disaster relief, war, and the undeniable spirit of humans willing to put the greater good above themselves. Today, tens of thousands of young people are starting their military careers. These recent high school graduates are joining a legacy of service grown from generations of individuals who swore an oath to protect us all. That's why Comcast NBC Universal is proud to support our community salutes. This national nonprofit organization helps communities honor and support high school seniors who plan to enlist in the U.S. Armed Forces after graduation, providing guidance and resources for enlistees and their parents or guardians to recognition events with prominent military leaders. Our community salutes galvanizes local communities in recognizing their young people who've committed to protecting our country. 
OCS was founded in 2009 by local leader and educator and former U.S. Army officer, Dr. Kenneth Hartman, when he discovered that no one in his community, state, or region was doing anything to provide military-bound high school seniors enlistees or their parents with recognition, guidance, information, resources, and community support. Yesterday, our Community Salutes launched a virtual national recognition ceremony featuring celebrities, music performances, NASA astronauts, military leaders, and others from the military community. You can watch the event by going to americasalutes.us. I hope you had an amazing 4th of July celebration, and let's all think of these young people as we move forward. Since 1858, Mount St. Joseph Academy has been educating girls to be leaders, founders, and independent thinkers. Students are taught to be collaborative, courageous, compassionate, confident, and spiritual. In this student-centered environment, the young women are transformed by recognizing their own potential and are encouraged to use it to make a difference in the world. To learn more about Mount St. Joseph Academy, go to www.msjacad.org or call 215-233-3177. That's msjacad.org or 215-233-3177. Now, the women to watch, Health Watch. For Health Watch, I'm Dr. Marianne Ritchie. Happy 4th of July weekend. We all feel better in the sunshine, but not if we get a sunburn. Skin cancer is the number one cancer. Many think skin cancer is only a concern for people with fair skin and red or blonde hair. Not so. People of all colors need protection from the ultraviolet rays of the sun. And people with darker skin are more likely to get skin cancers in acro areas, meaning on the hands and feet, even soles of their feet, maybe even under their nails. Basal cell and squamous cell cancers are usually treatable with removal, but some are more aggressive and can even cause death. Any new skin lesion which is pink and doesn't heal needs to be checked for cancer. Melanoma is a skin cancer which often appears as a dark mole. Sometimes it's a new mole, which is irregular in shape and can include up to three colors, red, blue, black, gray, and white. More often, a mole that was already there starts to change. And if you have several moles and one begins to change and no longer resembles the others, this is the ugly duckling sign. And don't be fooled, up to 10% of melanomas are not dark brown or black, they're just pink. The A, B, C, D, E of melanoma. Asymmetry, it's not smooth and round. The border is irregular. Color can be mixed. The diameter is greater than six millimeters, about the size of a pencil eraser, or evolving, constantly changing. So what's the skinny on skin protection? A mold that's itchy, painful, or bleeding? Run to the dermatologist. Use number 30 sunscreen 30 minutes before you go out and reapply every two hours. Make sure it covers UVA and UVB rays and it's not expired. Keep your babies covered and add sunscreen from them at six months. Sunglasses to prevent melanoma of the eye, cataracts, and macular degeneration. Divas, promise me every year you get your birthday suit checked on your birthday. This is Women to Watch with Sue Rocco. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks for being with us. I'm, I'm speaking with Annie Scranton this evening. She's the founder and president of Pace PR. And... Um, Annie, I wanted to know, I understand you were the editor-in-chief of the college newspaper at Smith College. First, what did you love most about that role? Well, I think it 
was probably one of the first times I really experienced being a leader. Um, and it was with such a supportive group of women, many of whom I was I was personally friends with and close with. So it was, you know, sort of felt like a safe environment to kind of go go into that leadership role for the first time. Um, and I loved also just putting the paper together, you know, brainstorming all the different story angles and ideas and interviews that we would do. Um, and then, of course, working late at night, the night before we, you know, when we put the paper to bed and laying it all out. I mean, it's really fun doing a traditional newspaper layout. And I just have so many great memories um, from college of, of my experience there. I understand you spent about eight years um, as a TV producer uh, for numerous networks. And I was curious how you landed that first job out of college. My first job out of college um, was actually at a small boutique PR firm that was um, came through me reaching out to and another graduate from Smith College, um, an older alumna um, who I had researched through the um, Smith's um, College Resource Center. Um, but and that was my first experience, my first job out of college. But landing my first job in TV, which was at MSNBC, actually took me five different interviews for five different jobs. Um, it was really discouraging and upsetting at times when I kept sort of getting rejected from entry-level jobs as an assistant account executive. But fifth time was a a charm for me. Um, I just applied the old-fashioned way. I didn't know anybody. And, you know, it just kind of kept at it. And, And luckily, within, you know, a few months' time, I was able to actually get my foot in the door there. And and what would you say, you know, looking back on those years, what did you find the most challenging about the TV industry? It, it's certainly fast paced and, and competitive. And um, what's top of mind for you that you found the most difficult? Probably initially the most challenging working in TV news is, is the pace. It's so fast-paced, um, and when you're covering news, news is breaking, and it can change every hour, every minute, you know. And so, a lot of times, there would, if you know, I was working on a show that was live at 8 p.m. and a big story broke at 7 p.m. Well, everything we had worked on all day just got scrapped, and we had to, you know, pivot super quickly to cover what was what was breaking. Um, so, getting used to that cadence and that pace certainly was um, a challenge, but I really thrived on it and loved it and, um, and and got so accustomed to it. And I think working in that environment just made me so much more of a, of a quicker um, worker, you know, and just getting things done really smart and at a fast pace. Is there a, is there a highlight in your career that, that you can share with us? Um, well, when I, yes, when I pivoted to working in PR and opening my own PR firm, um, 
The highlight certainly was when I was introduced to an attorney named Jeff Ashton. Jeff Ashton was the prosecutor in the Casey Anthony case, which, um, you know, people may may remember. She was on trial for um, the death of her young daughter, Kaylee. And Jeff Ashton was the prosecutor in that case, and he was planning to retire immediately after the case concluded. Um, And we actually worked together so that way I could not only secure interviews for him um, upon the the close of the trial, which unfortunately he lost, um, but also to secure him a book deal. And I was able to do that through another producer connection of mine from Good Morning America, who who was now working at HarperCollins. And we got him a book deal, and it was a fantastic deal. Um, It became a New York Times bestseller, and it just was a really fantastic pivot for me, you know, to also sort of open up the world of being a literary agent. Do you have you ever thought about writing a book yourself? Yeah, every day. I feel like I think of writing the book and (laughs) I wish there was I wish there was more hours in the day or I had childcare so I could focus on other aspects of, you know, professional and personal growth that I would like to do. But little hard at the moment. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I really want to write a book actually focusing on media relations and pitching TV producers and how to get yourself featured in the media. Um, Because I think I could, I I hope I could boil down my experience, you know, in a succinct book for people that would hopefully help them if that's what they're trying to do. Right. So um, as you mentioned, in it was May of 2010 that you launched um, Pace PR. And you know, it takes a lot of confidence and, and courage to start your own business, especially, I would say, in New York. Um, how many, maybe you know or don't know how many other PR agencies there are. Um, how did you find the courage to take that leap? I was sort of forced to because I was working at CNBC on Donnie Deutsch's show and his show got canceled and I found myself um laid off. They laid off everybody on the team. So I didn't have a job. And I sent out an email to everyone I know saying, you know, sort of help, I need to find a job. Um, and it, it, I got an email back from a publicist who I had been working with booking his guest for Donnie's show. And it really changed my whole life. He, uh, he said, I know you haven't done PR, but I have this client. He wrote a book on the stock market. If you think you could get him on any show on CNBC, you know, I'll pay you for it. And it worked out. I was able to get that booking really quickly. And I realized I had the potential to really turn it into into a business. And so that's how it all started. Listen, we're going to go into our second break and we'll be back with Annie Scranton, the founder and president of Pace PR. Stay with us for our legal watch and our finance watch. Now, now the women to watch. Legal watch. Legal watch. This is Nicole Hitner from Ballard Spar Law Firm for Legal Watch. I'm very pleased to share some good news today. For the 10th consecutive year, Ballard has earned the gold standard certification from the Women in Law Empowerment Forum. Our firm is one of only four law firms nationwide to receive this recognition every year since the program's inception in 2011. The Women in Law Empowerment Forum, WILEF, is the leading organization dedicated to helping women from the country's largest law firms and corporate law departments advance their careers through empowerment and leadership. 
The gold standard certification we received is based on objective criteria for female participation in firm and practice management and governance, as well as the promotion and compensation of women attorneys. It emphasizes leadership positions achieved by women equity partners and recognizes firms for their commitment to promoting and fairly compensating women and integrating outstanding female attorneys into the highest echelons of leadership. I am proud to coach our Ballard women and to be an equity partner at a firm that recognizes the incredible value and insight women have to offer. As always, there's more to be done, but it's important to periodically pause and take stock of how far we've come. This is Nicole Hittner with your Legal Watch from Ballard Spar, a Wyleth Gold Standard Certified Firm. If you believe that family, charity, or money is deeply important for the greater good, Fortis Wealth invites you to a highly personalized financial discovery process to help you visualize your financial legacy. It's not for everyone, but if you're willing to invest the time and thought, they can offer advice and strategies to help you accomplish your dreams. Fortis Advisors is a wholly owned subsidiary of Fortis Wealth, an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Visit Fortis-Wealth.com today because tomorrow is waiting. Watch. Hi, this is Terry, and I'm from Fortis Wealth. We've discussed investing multiple times, assuming that our listeners are experienced investors. But what if you're just starting to invest or want to know more about building a portfolio? Investing well, even in small sums, can add up to serious money over a long time horizon. But first, keep in mind that investing does carry the risk of loss. Most new investors probably don't have an understanding of investment fundamentals. Some investors argue that making their own mistakes with individual stocks has been part of their own investing education, helping them build an appreciation for diversification and maintaining a long-term orientation. While doing something can be the best way to learn about it, we suggest that investors start with professional help. If you're not a trained mechanic and your car is having problems, would you try to fix it yourself? There is value to having professional help in the first place. Diversification is considered to be the only free lunch in investing. Investing in a range of assets can reduce the risk of one investment's bad performance having a significant impact on your overall portfolio. Think of it as not putting all your eggs in one basket. Mutual funds or exchange-traded funds can offer the needed diversification. Both tend to have many stocks and other investments, like bonds and some cash, within the fund, which can give you the diversification that a single stock cannot. Internet forums and social media are now touting buying fractional shares to get exposure to well-known stocks. And more recently, stocks that have seen their share price drop drastically have also been popular with some new investors. This approach reminds us of the late 1990s when investors, many with little investment experience, crowded into can't-miss tech stocks. Few of those companies exist today. Most new investors would be better off with a total market index fund or ETF than buying on speculation. If you're new to investing, check out a good book about the basics, such as the Boglehead's Guide to Investing. There are also websites like Sally Krawcheck's LFS.com. Then determine your investment goals, do your research, and work with a trusted advisor. This is Terry. Peace out. I'm speaking with Annie Scranton this evening, and she has her own PR firm. It's called Pace PR. Um, I thought, you know, we'd talk a little bit about how public relations has kind of changed over the years um, with all the new avenues for for media exposure. You know, there's digital, there's radio, there's TV, there's podcasting. 
what have you, you know, what kind of stands out to you, Annie? Um, and I would say, you know, what, what has been a positive in, um, you know, innovation in the field? Well, I mean, certainly the advent of social media has has helped tremendously. Um, you know, from my perspective, when we're pitching journalists and we're pitching producers and editors, um, a lot of times we connect with them over social media now, um, as opposed to an email or a phone call. Um, and I think being connected to those journalists who are real people like me and you, it gives us a glimpse inside their lives and the and things that interest them. So a lot of times it'll give us ideas. If we see a reporter we're pitching is a mom and she's posting about something with her kids, you know, we have we have an opportunity to present a story to her that <clears throat> perhaps appeals to that aspect of, of her life. Um, so that's that's certainly been tremendous and I think also just being able to create content for our clients that can be shared on LinkedIn, that can be shared on Medium, that, you know, can be shared on their website in a variety of ways, gives us more to work with. And it gives us something fresh to be able to share with other media outlets. Um, So certainly just, you know, content creation, um, all the many digital outlets that there are and social media have really helped quite a bit. And Annie, are you finding right now, I mean, this is a tough time in every industry um, during the pandemic. Are you seeing people and businesses um, looking more for your services now or less? Um, So I think in all honesty, it probably leveled off because, you know, clients who are in a luxury market, in travel, you know, um, in, in those types of sectors that are really just have been hit so, so hard, you know, PR, marketing, that's one of the first line items to get cut, you know, when, when there's a recession or, you know, when their industry is, is getting crushed. Um, but at the same time, this is a real moment for a lot of industries, obviously, healthcare, telemedicine, um, but remote learning, you know, psychology, you know, um, tons of businesses having to do with family dynamics. So um, we have been getting, thankfully, a lot of new business inbound requests um, because this, if you're in one of those industries, now is the time to really try to get in front of as many people as you can, not only to grow your business, but because it really people need that sort of that sort of help right now and that sort of information. And I had a I actually had a question from one of our listeners that was wondering if if they don't have the budget to hire someone like you, what's the best avenue they can take for trying um, to get the media attention they're looking for? Well, if you don't have a budget for PR, for hiring a PR firm. You know, the first thing you need to do is really figure out your branding and your messaging. You need to be able to say in 30 seconds who you are, what your business is, what 
is the return on investment more or less why should people hire you? Um, what are they going to get out of it? And why you're different and better than any of the other competitors in your field. Um, that's number one. Number two, making sure that your website and all your social media is in sync. The logos are the same. It's all sort of feeling like it's, it's sending the same message across all of those platforms. Um, and then third, I would identify a few media outlets, five to 10, um, that you really think if you were featured in, it would help your business tremendously. Um, and a lot of times I would encourage clients to think of first your local newspaper, your local radio program um, as a way to start because it's a little easier sometimes to get um, it placed in a local outlet. Um, I would also encourage you to look at the various trade publications in your sector as a way to start. Um, and I would start also following industry news and trends within whatever sector you are in and start posting on LinkedIn, start thinking of thought leadership type blogs that you can write on LinkedIn and share. Those are really ways that are going to elevate your, um, the, the way that people who are following you view you. And they're going to be like, oh, wow, she really, you know, knows what she's talking about and is really plugged in in this industry. It really helps to sort of just elevate, you know, your, your mind share amongst everybody who you're connected with. If you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Annie Scranton, the founder and president of Pace PR. And Annie, I know a lot of young women um, who are seeking jobs in large PR firms, and it's 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 very tough. So what's your advice to those young girls coming out of school um, who want to get into uh, one of the larger firms? Well, if you want to get into a larger firm, I definitely think that you should um, be connecting with the HR recruiters and those who work in, in human resources within those large companies, those large agencies. Um, a tip that I think makes you stand out is to create your own website. It's it can be done very inexpensively and easily um, through a bunch of different programs out there. But I think making your own website sets you apart from all the other candidates out there. You can put on there your resume. You can put on there any relevant clips or um, press releases you've written in school or work you've done from internships. It doesn't have to be fancy, but I, I would I would recommend doing that. Um, and then I would also encourage you to Find different employees within that agency and see what kind of work they're posting. See what kind of press they're getting for their clients and initiatives they're undertaking. And when you reach out to the HR professional um, expressing that you would like to be hired, I would mention that. I would say, yep. you know, I saw that, you know, I think that's a really yep. a way to set you apart. Great advice, especially the website. Uh, stay with us as we go into our break to hear from Mary Manzo for our Tech Watch. We'll be right back. Now, the women to watch. Tech Watch. Hi, I'm Mary Manso from Pathways Consulting Group. Technology is changing the speed in which companies produce work and the way work gets done. 
As many companies are adopting the new norm of working from home, they're recognizing that they weren't as prepared as they thought they were. Now, more than ever, it's essential to create automated ways of getting information and work to their employees. At Pathways, we implement ServiceNow, which is a cloud-based platform that automates tasks for HR, IT, customer service, finance, project management, and the list goes on, even tasks that go across departments. At this point in time, many of our clients are working with us to modify their automated services and alerts to better equip their employees at home. Some recent projects include automated message boards on employee portals, reporting of critical incidences, crisis management, and emergency response, to name a few. We're structuring knowledge bases and articles that can quickly address answers to everyday questions and include such things as state and federal mandated information as it pertains to the coronavirus. The knowledge base speeds up the time it takes to get answers and allows employees to resolve their issues on their own. Mobile access is now critical for many employees, so we're working with clients to ensure they're using mobile applications effectively, which will keep people informed by pushing alerts and notifications to their employees' phones. While we roll out the new automated services, we're providing virtual training, helping employees embrace the change that automation brings by helping them learn the new ways to get their work completed. As we settle into the new way we get work done, companies cannot afford to miss a beat. They must get innovative and market in a new way. Because of this, automation will become critical to many businesses. We're very sympathetic to the needs of business and are here to help. If you'd like more information on how our team can help you, please reach out to me at mary at pathwayscg.com or visit our website at www.pathwayscg.com. Thank you and stay safe. Introducing Pathways Consulting Group, a company that will align your IT needs with your business goals. Pathways is a full-service ServiceNow partner. What does that mean? It's simple. Pathways will collaborate and design, develop, and deploy solutions for your company today that will define tomorrow. Pathways will provide world-class enterprise service management solutions. Pathways Consulting Group. They listen. They care. They execute. Go to PathwaysCG.com. That's PathwaysCG.com. Hi, Sue Rocco here, host of Women to Watch. Are you a fan of the show? If so, be sure to sign up for our podcast at womentowatch.net so you never miss a show and can listen on your own time. That's women, the number two, watch.net, N-E-T. You're listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. I'm speaking with Annie Scranton. Um, she owns her own PR firm in New York, Pace PR. Annie, can you tell me, um, I know that you have a lot of opportunities to be out and speaking in front of large audiences of women. What's a, a message, the one message you hope that they walk away with when you have that opportunity? Um, I think it would be that everybody has agency and control over how they want to be as a leader and the role that they want to take in their career or within their organization. Um, you know, I think that there are a lot of different ways and tactics that you can sort of grow and flex your leadership muscle and, you know, and your, and your branding muscle and all of those different areas that we're trying to like grow constantly in a professional way. Um, so, I, I just hope that they leave feeling empowered and that everybody realizes that you do have the control to, um, you know, to make changes within your career and grow. And I should mention you are uh, the mother to a little girl. 
Um, tell me what what your conversations with her would be like um, around her own aspirations and dreams and, and really the most important thing about believing in herself. Oh my gosh, I have never thought of that. And that's such a good question. I mean, I, I hope that, you know, Rose, our daughter, just feels so, you know, loved and empowered by her family that she will not really know fear when she's trying to reach her goals. Um, but inevitably, she's going to be disappointed and hit roadblocks like we all do. Um, and I think it's just not getting discouraged and not feeling like this is the end of the road um, is is so important because we all have setbacks. We all have hardships. Um, but out of those hardships can is usually when the best things come. Um, so I think, I think that'll be certainly something I'll, I'll express to her and hopefully be there for her when she has those, those setbacks. Um, and I also think too, just the way you handle yourself, um, is so important. Um, not just from a reputational standpoint, but, and, but your reputation is extremely important in all aspects of your life, but to be kind and to make sure that you're always being kind and fair in all of your dealings, because if you are not only about the right thing to do, but good things will happen if that's how you, if, if that's how you lead and that's how you interact with others. And do you have um, kind of your own view or belief um, about, you know, we talk about this a lot on the show. What is at the center of women's kind of historical challenge to move ahead in business into those leadership positions. It's certainly different today than years ago, but what's, what is your view on that? Well, I mean, I think the biggest um, roadblock for equality in, in the workplace is that there's, there's inherent, you know, and latent sexism, just like there's inherent and systemic racism, you know, it, out there. Um, that's for sure. It's getting better, but it's still there. Um, so that's number one. Um, I, I don't think enough companies and corporations have built in gender and diversity programs for senior leadership, um, which is, you know, the majority of the time, old white men. Um, and I think the other thing, though, is that women historically have been afraid to ask for transparency in their salaries with their with their male counterparts. I think women also sometimes don't feel, you know, that they can ask for that raise or that promotion or really fight for it. Um, that's changing. And I definitely think more and more women are. But there are differences between men and women and our tactics for sort of maneuvering through life. Um, and I think that's one of them. I think, you know, men are <clears throat> just less afraid to kind of go after, go after what they're looking for. Um, and women take more caution. So I think that needs to change, but I think it needs to change in whatever way feels comfortable and genuine to you. And would you say that the, in the industry of public relations, it's mostly, um, um, a woman dominated field? Oh, a hundred percent. There are men of course, but it is definitely mostly women. Tell me, Annie, what it's been like for you um, personally and professionally living in New York during the pandemic. Um, it's been hard. 
you know, it's been it's been challenging. I mean, New York obviously was the hardest place hit um, when it started, and we we stayed in our in our small apartment with our toddler, you know, all of the time, and trying to work and raise a kid. It's been really stressful. I mean, New York to me is the greatest place to live and work and have fun, but. Um, when nothing's open and you can't leave your apartment at all and you have no child care, no child care, it's, it was, it was really tough a lot of the time. Um, but New York will come back like, like the rest of the country and the world will, but it's, it's going to be a while, I think. And I, you know, a lot of businesses are, are going to struggle, I think, to find their way coming back. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I have been feeling as if we're, you know, constantly, one step forward, two steps back, one step forward, two steps back. As soon as we get hopeful, um, there's more news about it um, not quite going in the right direction. Tell me how you how you manage the fear and anxiety that that we're living in today. What do you do to, um, you know, to manage that? Um, well, I, I have biweekly um, Zoom calls with my therapist, and that definitely helps quite a bit. Um, I, we, we, or my husband got me a Peloton when this all started, so um, I was religiously doing exercise on the, on the bike, um, you know, five, six days a week um, as a way to kind of relieve stress. Um, and I tried to just be kind to myself because it really is such a roller coaster and I would have some days where I would just cry like, like on and off all day. And then I'd have other days where I'd feel more upbeat, you know, and like, all right, this isn't so bad. Like I'm looking at the silver lining of, of this. So I think just trying to stay in that mindset that like one day at a time, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be over at some point. Um, but no doubt it, it is hard and it's been, it's, I've, I've struggled with it. Like I think we all have. Yeah. I, you know what? I think you're so right about just kind of allowing yourself to be human and have those emotions um, because there's so much out there today. Um, information kind of really, you know, telling us how to do everything right. And sometimes that can feel stressful. Absolutely. I mean, I'm such a perfectionist and, you know, it's like it, I just had to let so many things go because, there was no way to keep up with, you know, pre-COVID way of, of managing everything and expectations. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard, but we're going to, we're going to all get through it, I think, and, be, and come out of it even stronger on the other side. Absolutely. Annie, thanks so much for joining me this evening. I wish you continued success with your firm. And uh, that's it, everyone, for another week of Women to Watch. Thanks so much to our watch team and sponsors for their support. And thanks for tuning in every week to hear women sharing their amazing stories. Have a great week, everyone, and I hope you're enjoying your Fourth of July weekend. Thanks for listening to Women to Watch with Sue Rocco, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.